Welcome to A Message of Grace. In today's message, Pastor Bruce Gellhorn reflects on the parallels between today's obsession with image and expectations and how capable wives are really women of valor. Let's have a listen. Today is the third and last of three weeks that we will be reading from the Old Testament book of Proverbs. Much of this book is attributed to King Solomon and was written around 950 B.C. This book does not contain any prophecy, and it does not contain any doctrine. What it is is a collection of sayings of divine wisdom that relate to everyday aspects of life about 3,000 years ago. The reading you are about to hear today goes on and on, almost ad nauseum, about a woman who can sew, can cook, can do business, can do everything. It's interesting that this text comes up at a day and age when beauty in the media is often sought after and portrayed as being skin deep. The faithful woman you hear of in the text today is classified as a woman of true wisdom. She is beautiful because she honors God. Let us listen. A reading from Proverbs. A capable wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and tasks for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands to the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid for her, hus- for her household when it snows, for all her household are clothed in crimson. She makes herself coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the city gates, taking his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She supplies the merchant with sashes. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her happy. Her husband, too, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. 
but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a share in the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the city gates. Thanks be to God. Today, James deals in our second lesson with what false wisdom and true wisdom look like. He claims that false wisdom comes from jealousy and selfish ambition, traits that lead people to think they are better than other people. According to James, those who imagine they are above, are above others are actually below others, and the wisdom that they practice does not come from above. James emphasis today is that wisdom cannot be found unless it is pursued in a spirit of meekness. Meekness is necessary for wisdom, a very counter-cultural message for today, is it not? You will hear these words, peacemakers who sow in peace raise a harvest of righteousness. Yes, we are called to be peacemakers. Let us listen. A reading from James. Who is wise and understanding among you? Show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness born of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to lead, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. Those conflicts and disputes among you, where do they come from? Do they not come from your cravings that are at war within you? You want something and do not have it, so you commit murder. And you covet something and cannot obtain it, so you engage in disputes and conflicts. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly in order to spend what you get on your pleasures. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. The Holy Gospel according to the ninth chapter of St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. They went on from there and passed through Galilee. And Jesus did not want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is to be betrayed into human hands, and they will kill him. And three days after being killed, he will rise again. But they did not understand what he was saying and were afraid to ask him. Then they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, what were you arguing about on the way? And they were silent. For on the way they had argued with one another who was the greatest. And he sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. And then he took a little child, put it among them, 
And taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In the world of pictures and magazines, what is airbrushing in pictures and magazines? Fixing up a photo to make it look perfect. Exactly. What's body shaming? Shaming someone because of a defect on their body. Body image is huge for our modern-day society. Have you achieved your younger-looking skin? Do you bulge in the wrong places? And this is for both men and women, although women, woman is the subject of our Old Testament reading today. We live in a society, too, that is full of problems that come with our obsession with body image. The world around us says all these things, and then you come to church, and we do it to you again. Did you hear that Old Testament lesson from Proverbs? A capable wife who can find... And then it goes on to tell of this woman who stays up late at night, gets up before the crack of dawn, makes meals, cleans a house, does commerce because she buys a field, meets with merchants, her kids are all dressed fine. Like It goes on and on and on. Who can live up to this thing? Good luck with that. It's just another impossible standard for our young women and women to try to live up to. Another impossible standard by which we mark our shortcomings. As I studied this text, it's interesting that our New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, the title of this section that we just read is called An Ode to a Capable Wife. And it begins with, a capable wife who can find. Now, when I was at seminary, I studied Greek. We had to study a biblical language. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew. I did not study Hebrew, but I came across something very interesting, and I'm sure Hebrew scholars are going to laugh at how my, I try to pronounce this. Eshe Chahil. Eshe Chahil. It is better translated as not a capable wife, but it's better translated as a woman of valor. A woman of valor. Eshe Jahil. It is only used one other time in the Old Testament to describe a woman, a woman with a name. You want to guess who it's used to describe? Make some guesses. No, not Esther. Good guess, though. Esther was a woman of valor, but no, it's not used to describe her. Mary, no. Rachel, no. All good, good names, good people. Ruth. Boaz uses it to describe Ruth. 
She's the only woman in the Old Testament that is referred to with those same Hebrew words, Eshe Jahil. And Boaz says, All the assembly of my people will know that you are an Eshe Jahil, a woman of valor. Ruth is a woman of valor, not because she completed this checklist of things that we read of in Proverbs. The woman in Proverbs is married. Well, Ruth is a widow. The woman in Proverbs has children that she clothes. Ruth is childless. She doesn't trade linens with merchants. She works in the field all day long, collecting the grain that is left along the edges by the gleaners for those who are widows. But yet, she is a woman of valor. Why? Because she cared for her mother-in-law, Naomi. And she was a woman of faith. She put others' needs before herself, and she had a deep love of God. Proverbs tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Ruth was a woman of faith because she lived her life with incredible bravery, incredible wisdom and devotion to God. You know, and all around us, there are women of valor, there are Eshe Chahil, who bring their gifts, who bring their passions, their hopes, their healing to the world. And it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, if you're single or married, young or old, a student or in the workforce. It doesn't matter if you serve coffee at Tim Hortons or you own a business or are the CEO of a corporation. Do it with valor. I think when we see the qualities of an Eshe Jahil, a woman of valor, we should praise them. When we see someone using their talents, we should praise them. When we see someone supporting the poor and the needy, we should say, you go, girl. When we see someone using their resources that they have in a good way, we should say, well done, good job. We should encourage one another in our faith walk. That's what makes an essay Jahil. Not marking off some checklist of impossible tasks to complete, but people of faith, Walk by faith, encouraging one another. We should be known as an S.H.A.H.E.L. individually. And my hope and prayer is that this church, the people who come here, our members, would not be caught up with body shaming or dragging people down, but by building people up so that People may say, you know that Grace Lutheran Church? They're an essay, Jahil. Amen. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to A Message of Grace. If you would like more information on our congregation and how we can be of service to you, 
please visit our website at www.gracelutheran.ca or check us out on Facebook. Peace be with you.